0: Hello all, welcome to Synergita Talentcast. Today we have with us Mr. Ethin Power. Ethin leads the product marketing team at iMoker, an AI Power digital skill assessment platform. Ethin absolutely enjoyed the varied roles and responsibilities of being a product marketer, which allows him to collaborate with all other teams, plan his initiatives, and make an impact by enabling sales, CS, and AM teams with the customer acquisition and product adaptation goals. So in his previous role, Ethin was heavily involved in promoting the importance of setting goals using the OKR methodology, performance management, and continuous feedback. Apart from multiple blogs, Athene have also created a comprehensive guide and email course for OKRs with department-wise examples trust me it's still one of the biggest organic traffic sources also in his part time he enjoys reading fiction fantasy and mythological novels currently he's wrapping up sapiens a highly recommended read welcome Ethin. welcome to synergita talent cast
1: thank you thank you so much for having me
0: here sure yeah, so Eytin, I believe OKR concept is very powerful as it helps organizations focus on performance, right? So right. why OKR is em- deployed in your organization and how it helped your company evolve and thrive? Can you tell us more about that?
1: Sure. So uh, the company was actually involved in creating an OKR software. And uh, with that in mind, it was mandatory that we first uh, had that belief of OKRs in our own culture. And with everyone in the organization using it before we start propagating it to our customers or prospects and even reaching out to us. So that was the whole idea behind it. Plus, uh, of all the goal setting methods that are out there, uh, OKAS has been a drive for growth in most of the Silicon Valley companies and right from your Intel and Google to some of the yeah. new age ones. And now there are so many companies following OKAS, it is difficult to uh, give even examples. Uh, so that's why uh, we considered that OKR should be a part of our uh, culture. And that's how we started with uh, working on it. And it has been uh, very use- useful for us, right from professional and personal goals uh, uh, along with it, because uh, it helped us align all the management's thinking to the uh, junior-most employee and that we could all go in one direction. So that has been a really good uh, way to start uh using a methodology that we are asking our customers to use
0: yeah so great so while implementing okay in your organization was there any specific challenges you faced and what are all the measures you took to overcome those challenges
1: okay so the challenges were that uh the first and most important challenge is getting everyone on board and uh, with that in mind uh we had a few sessions, we ran through Google's videos. If you see uh, Google as a video by Rick Lau, uh, where he demonstrated the uh, how to go about using OKRs. So everyone had to go through this video and uh, once having a basic understanding of how OKRs work, uh, what we did was uh, the management listed down their company goals as to what they plan to achieve and what is the goal for the next one year. And based on that, uh, they asked us to create a few okays of our own based on our understanding of the methodology. It was okay if we could fail because unless and until you fail, you don't know what's going to work, yeah. what's going to not work, what's right, what's not right. So this is how we started. But the fun fact, the fun way of going about it was we did two things. Apart from professional goals, we also set up personal goals. So it could be anything from uh, reduce your weight by uh, X and Y kg, let's say 10 kg or something. And then uh, in a week's time, we again met and started analyzing if the wording that we used for these goals is correct. So uh, continuing on this example, one of us is a a fitness freak, was was a fitness freak. So what we did was he had said uh, 10 kg weight uh, needed to be reduced. So then we started to identify if you say 10 kg, does it have to be your muscle weight, your your fat weight, What 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 should it exactly be? so then we started to narrow down on the term. so the t- right terminology for going about this was i want to reduce my weight from 80 kg to 70 kg with most of it being from muscle mass and being uh, getting to a bmi of 22% is it with that to that uh, specific statement so that is how you could tell that okay now people are getting a hang of these okrs and once, and when you make it personal, you know that it's not about professionals. So people are going to be more involved in it. And it is actually going to help them get fit For in this case. So that's how you started to, uh, let's say, get an understanding of OKRs. Someone else had an, had an OKR of I want to read uh, three books in one month. And so, how many pages it should be, how many pages per day you should be reading is what uh, we did that. And that is how for one whole month we did this exercise and we could understand okay so this is how you set OKRs, and that's the uh, initial challenges that we addressed okay now everyone is on board with OKRs. now we can start moving to the professional goals now for professional goals what we did was now the company goal was this xyz let's say uh increase revenue by or let's say market share by this much percentage so every department had to work on its own goals And in my case, let's say uh, product marketing, I'm responsible for the website. Uh, For me, it was not about get uh, X number of uh, prospects on the website or increase page views by XYZ percent. The actual metric in this case would have been uh, increase the visitor to lead conversion ratio and then the lead to MQL conversion ratio by XYZ percent. So the uh, way of tracking this becomes very easy and you can tie it back to revenue. When once you uh, understand that, okay, not just about page view, increasing page views, actually contributing to the revenue. And once you contribute to the revenue, you ta- start tying into the numbers, and you can understand that okay. So the company goal is increase market share. So this is how much uh, revenue we should be achieving. Uh, this is the uh, market that you should be capturing. That's how we started going about it. So the initial challenges were is that everyone was not on board with it, uh, as in not. Uh, understanding how to go about it, but uh, with this simple exercise, everyone got to know how to go, how we should do it. And then started setting up the professional goals. And within three to four months, we were on track.
0: Great, great. So nice to know that uh, it was very smart strategy to start with personal goals and then go to the professional goals. And that was a very great idea, actually. So what in your thoughts do you think when implementing OKRs, how to set the best canons if the organization is still working with annual budgets?
1: Okay, so uh, I'll take this in two separate ways. Now, uh, setting cadence. Uh, what they suggest is that your, your company-wise goals should be annual and uh, departmental and division goals should be okay. So that is a uh, tried and tested technique. So that is, uh, unless you are in a very dynamic industry where everything changes all, uh, few, every few months, uh, this is a good enough uh, way to go about it. Uh, that is Set company goals for one year, follow it. Maybe have a bi-month uh by annual check-in and then you know whether you're on track or on track or not and for individual and department goals a quarterly uh cadence is good enough and especially for individuals let's say someone who is just starting out or is not aware of OKRs, then have very short cadences maybe monthly or by uh twice a month and then you will know that if they are on track or not so that becomes very easy uh, coming to the annual budget part so uh uh, in my case, we actually weren't tying that to uh, our annual budget uh, uh, initiative so that the, not every department has to work on it. We were a lean organization, and so there wasn't much of an issue with that. But as I understand, is that uh, what I've seen, I read, read through, and I observe our customers is that annual budgets are here to stay, and unless and until uh, there is something very drastic. Uh, that needs to be changed, that needs to be acquired, the budgets won't be moved. And uh, if you are on track, then I guess the budget and if you're focused on well, then you will stick to that budget. Yeah. So it won't be much of a challenge unless, like I said, it's a very dynamic industry.
0: True. So in this remote working age where where managers find it hard to keep employees engaged and productive. So do you think OKR could be a huge support of leverage in the right way?
1: Okay, so uh, again, I'll take two ways to answer this. The first and foremost thing is, uh, OKRs are not a magic pill, and uh, irrespective of whether the manager is trying to get uh, people to be productive or not, that depends on how the company culture is. I mean, even without OKRs, if you are working in office, if the culture is of, uh, I'm not trying to be negative here, but if it is about micromanagement, then if it is an office or if it is a, it is a home, uh, people are not going to be involved in your, uh, let's say, con- your desire to be productive. They just get the bare minimum done and that's it. So unless and until the culture is uh, right and you know the team is working together to contribute, then it will be really, uh, then it will make an impact. Then actually Okias will help. And uh, with that, and then Okias will actually uh, complement this process because... Now that you have everything clear that what you want to achieve, what you don't want to achieve, what is the, uh, let's say for two weeks, this is the goal that you had set up. Uh, maybe just one activity I'm talking about so it won't be two weeks, but just one part of okay, that is one KR that needs to be done and achieved in two weeks. And this will help because definitely being remote, the challenge is that uh, you don't know exactly how much work has uh, taken place, how much work has happened or whatever the, goals were set whether they are being achieved or not but UKR, the, due to the cadence of OKR and that will definitely help understand okay so this is the gap that has been identified and let's say if we are supposed to achieve 80% growth in this period or complete 200 calls within this period and only 100 are completed okay then there's something wrong that's how we need to fix it and then this is why culture and your OKR goal setting methodology will play work together and then Uh, It will help help employees be more productive and contribute more to their goals and the organization subsequently.
0: Absolutely. Also, I think in the current situation, OKRs are much needed. So if the employees know the direction, no matter where they work from, they will keep moving forward. And I think that's the sole purpose of OKR, right? To keep you moving forward.
1: Right, right, right. And considering the uh, dynamic nature that we are in, I've said dynamic a lot, many times right now but considering the situation that we are in everything is changing at such a rapid pace that uh, we need to be flexible and OKR as a goal setting framework provides that flexibility to modify your goals based on your situation so uh, just for an example maybe if you are in HR and uh, everything is changing people need to people need to come to office people don't need to come to office Uh, they need to manage their work from home how should HR help with that and so their goals will need to be very, uh, very crisp and precise and maybe change every few months, every few weeks. So OKR provides that flexibility. Uh, if I want to mention, let's say, management by objectives. So this would have been very rigid. There are uh, benefits of MBO, but it would have been very rigid. And for an HR, in this case, OKR would be much more helpful. So definitely, yes, OKRs in this time is actually uh, going to be a boon
0: the yeah. also. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much. Etin. That was a very insightful session. Thank you for uh, being with us today. So thank you so
1: much. Thank you for having me. I'm glad I could share my experience of uh, UKAS.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much. So with this, we are coming to the end of our podcast. Hope to join you soon again. Thank you.
1: Definitely. Thank you so much.